All right. Well, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Coffee and Devotions. It's not the morning. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Yep. It is, uh, let's see, Monday, February 27th, 3.01 in the afternoon, but it's still time to have coffee. You ready for coffee? Nope. No. No. <laughs> Well, this is where every day you and I, we get together, we get into God's word and we grow in our love for the Lord together. And this year, 2023, Lord willing, we'll make it from Genesis to Leviticus. You got it, man. You got it. So Genesis to Leviticus. Uh, We're at Genesis chapter 24 today. Why don't we have some coffee? We'll pray and we'll get into God's word. Okay, Genesis 24. You want to grab your Bible? I'll grab mine here. We forgot to pray. We forgot to pray. Oh, that's horrible. All right, let's pray. Father, we thank you so much that you give us the blessing of getting to open your word, to hear from you. And we pray now that as we read your word, that it would be a blessing to our souls that we would understand this piece of history and why it matters in our lives and in the covenant of redemption. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, Genesis 24. Nathan and I were talking before uh, we got online here. It's a long chapter, but it's all one story, so there's a reason for it. So stick with us as we read this together. I'm going to kind of... Genesis 24, yep. Uh, Stick with us, and as we read this, we will kind of talk it out together. So Genesis chapter 24, so it starts on the previous page. Nathan has a super gigantoid mega print Bible. Okay, Let's one more page there. Yep, means big pages. Oh. You got it? Yeah. All right, Genesis 24. Uh, why don't Nathan, um, do you see when it has a bold number? That means it's a new paragraph. So we'll just go paragraph by paragraph, okay? So you'll read one through four. Go ahead. <laughs> no, those are just the beginning of each verse. Okay. Now, right. Abraham was old, well advanced, well advanced in age, and the Lord had blessed Abraham in all things. And so Abraham said to the oldest, oldest servant of his house, who were all that he please put your hand under my thigh, and I will make you swear by the Lord, the God of heaven, and the God of the earth, that you will not take a wife for my son, the daughters of Canaanites, among whom I dwell. But you shall go to my country, to my family, and take up for a wife for my son Isaac. All right, so what is God, or sorry, what is Abraham doing there? He's asking his servant to go find Isaac's wife. Good, good. And the servant said to him, Perhaps the woman will not be willing to follow me to this land. Must I take your son back to the land from which you came? But Abraham said to him, Beware that you do not take my son back there. The Lord God of heaven, who took me from my father's house and from the land of my family, and who spoke to me and swore to me, saying, To your descendants I give this land, He will send his angel before you, and you shall take a wife for my son from there. And if the woman is not willing to follow you, then you will be released from this oath. Only do not take my son back there. So the servant put his hand under the thigh of Abraham his master and swore to him concerning this matter. What do you think is going on there? He's making sure that 
Isaac doesn't go with him, but uh, he brings back a wife. That's right. That's right. He, does Does Abraham want Isaac to go back to Ur? No. Nope. Okay, you want to read 10 through 14? Then the servant took 10 of his master's camels and put for all, all his master's goods in his hand. And he arose and went to Mesopotamia, Mesopotamia. to the city of Nail. And he made his camels kneel down outside the city by a well of water uh, at evening time, the time when the when when women go out to draw water. Then he said, "O Lord God of my master Abraham, please give me a success this day and show kindness to my master Abraham. Behold, here I stand by the well, and the daughters of the of the." Men of the city are coming out to draw water. Now let it be that the young woman to whom I say, Please let please let down your pitcher that I may drink. And she says, Drink, and I will also give your camels drink. Let her be the one you have appointed for your for your servant Isaac. And by this I will know that you have shown kindness to my master. Okay, so he takes ten of his master's camels, he departed, he goes with a whole bunch of stuff, he goes to the land of Mesopotamia, and there, where does he stop? By a well. He stops by a well. And what time of day is it? When everybody comes out to get water. Well, not everybody, when the women, when the women come out and get water. And what does he do when he's by that well? Yes, God to show him which one to pick. That's right, and the sign is going to be, sorry, there's a fly there. The sign is going to be when... A woman comes, and what does she do? She, when he asks uh, if they'll, she'll give him some water, she says, yes, and I'll let uh, your camels drink also, then that's the one. Okay, good. And it happened, before he had finished speaking, that behold, Rebekah, who was born to Bethuel, son of Milcha, the wife of Nahor, Abraham's brother, came out with her pitcher on her shoulder. Now the young woman was very beautiful to behold, a virgin, no man had known her. And she went down to the well, filled her pitcher, and came up. And the servant ran to meet her and said, Please, let me drink a little water from your pitcher. So what happens there? Um, he asks. Someone. Yeah, who's the someone he asks? Uh, giant relation. It's a relation to Isaac. It's a relation, right? It, so it's his... Almost like his cousin, yeah. right? So this is uh, this is Rebecca, right? So, and he gets down off his camel and he asks her for a drink. I wonder what's going to happen. Verse eighteen. You want to read eighteen through twenty-one? Sure. So she said, "Drink, my lord." Then she quickly let her pitcher down to her hand and gave him a drink. And when she had finished giving him a drink, she said, "I will draw water for your camels also till they have finished drinking." Then she quickly emptied her pitcher into the trough, went back to the well to draw water, and drew for it all his camels. And the man wondered, wondering at her, remained silent so so as to know whether the Lord had made his journey prosperous or not. Okay, so what's happening there? 
Uh, she does everything he pretty much asked God to do. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Uh, so it was when the camels had finished drinking that the man took a gold nose ring weighing half a shekel and two bracelets for her wrists weighing ten shekels of gold and said, Whose daughter are you? Tell me, please. Is there room in your father's house for us to lodge? What happens there? Uh, he gives her gifts and asks if there's room for him to lodge. Yeah. So in the ancient Near East, uh, hospitality, showing uh, kindness to strangers, was a really, really important virtue. And so he gives her, he pays her for the kindness that he's done, or she's done to him. And now she's, now he's asking her, is there a place to stay? You think this is improper, or do you think at this time it's proper? Proper. Yeah, it's proper. All right, you want to, let's find out what she says to him in verse 24 and 25. So it was when the camels had... Nope, 24. So she said to him, I am the daughter of Bethuel, Micah's son, who she bore to Nail. Moreover, she said to him, "Have We have both straw and feed enough and room to lodge. Then the man bowed down his head and worshipped the Lord. And he said, Blessed be the Lord, God of my master Abraham, who has not forsaken his mercy and his truth toward my master. As for me, being on the way, the Lord led me to the house of my master's brethren. So the young woman ran and told her mother's household these things. So what happens in that section? Uh, he thanks God, and Rebecca says there's room. Why does Why does he thank God? That Abraham doesn't have to do this multiple times. Well, yeah, I mean, this is a miracle, isn't it? How many women could have come to that well? And yet he comes there, and at the right time, the right person, and it happens exactly as he's asked the Lord to do it. Mm. Right, so he thinks, oh man, this is definitely of the Lord. I love verse 26. And the man bowed down his head and worshiped the Lord. All right, I'm going to read 29 through um, 33. Now, Rebecca had a brother whose name was Laban. And Laban ran out to the man by the well. So it came to pass when he saw the nose ring and the bracelets on his sister's wrist. And when he heard the words of his sister, Rebekah, saying, Thus the man spoke to me, that he went to the man, and there he stood by the camels at the well. And he said, Come in, O blessed of the Lord. Why do you stand outside? For I have prepared the house and a place for your camels. Then the man came to the house, and he unloaded the camels, and provided straw and feed for the camels, and water to wash his feet and feet of the men who were with him. Food was set before him to eat, but he said, I will not eat until I have told about my errand. And he said, Speak on. So who who are we introduced there? Uh, a brother. Her brother. And what's her brother's name? Laban, right? And is Laban excited about this? Yep. What's he see in his sister's nose? A big golden thing. And what's he see on her wrists? Lots of gold. Yeah, gold bracelets, right? And he's like, whoa, where'd you get that, girl? And she says, whoa, there's this guy by the by the well. And he's like, I got a hightail. He puts on his, his Nike sneakers and he runs. I says, you got to come into my house, man. The Lord bless you. You got to come in here. Let's find out what he says. 
verse 34. You want to read 34 through 41? Sure. So he said, I am Abram's servant. The Lord has blessed my master greatly, and he has become great, and he has given him flocks and hearts, silver and gold, male and female servants, and camels and donkeys, and Sarah, my wife's master, for a son to my master when she was old, and to him she he has given all that he has. Now my mas- master made me swear, saying, You shall not take a wife for my son from the daughters of the Canaanites in whose land I dwell, but you shall go to my father's house and go to my family and take a wife for my son. And I said to my master, Perhaps the woman will not follow me. But he said to me, The Lord before whom I walk will send his angel with you and prosper your way. And you shall take a wife for my son from my family and from my father's house. You will be clear from this oath when you arrive among my family. But if they will not give her to you, to you, then you will be released from my oath. Okay, so what does the servant there tell them? Telling him about telling them about his errand. That's right, he tells them about his errand. Good. Verse 42, I'm going to read that, okay? And this day I came to the well and said, O God of my master Abraham, if you will now prosper the way in which I go, behold, I stand by the well of water, and it shall come to pass that when the virgin comes out to draw water, and I say to her, Please give me a little water from your pitcher to drink. And she says to me, Drink, and I will draw from for you camels also. Let her be the woman whom the Lord has appointed for my master's son. But before I had finished speaking, there was Rebecca coming out with her pitcher on her shoulder, and she went down to the well and drew water. And I said to her, Please let me drink. And she made haste and let her pitcher down from her shoulder and said, Drink, and I will give your camels a drink also. So I drank, and she gave the camels a drink also. Then I asked her and said, Whose daughter are you? And she said, The daughter of Bethuel, Nahor's son, whom Milcah bore to him. So I put the nose ring on her nose and the bracelets on her wrist, and I bowed my head and worshipped the Lord and blessed the Lord God of my master Abraham, who had led me in the way of truth to take the daughter of my master's brother for his son. Now, if you will deal kindly and truly with my master, tell me. If not, tell me that I may turn to the right hand or to the left. What's he say there? Everything that just happened. Yeah, he's kind of recapping the whole history, right? Now, we've read this, and this is all one chapter. But it probably took him months to get from Canaan to Mesopotamia. He's got to go all the way up the Fertile Crescent, all the way. So he's probably not going through the desert. He's going up and over and around and down, and he's in Mesopotamia. And there he's going to tell them the full story of everything that happened. Sometimes, have you done that before where you're excited about how God has worked something out Mm -hmm. and you want to tell all the details? Mm -hmm. That's what he's doing here. He's really excited about how God has worked all the details. This probably shortened it down. There's probably a lot more that one. Yeah. And so this last part, right? He's saying, so you going to let Rebecca come home with me or not? What what do they say uh, in verse 50 and 51? Then Laban Laban. Laban and Bethuel answered and said, The things come 
the thing comes from the Lord, we can't speak to you either bad or good. Here is Rebecca before you. Take her and go. Let her be your master's son's wife, as the Lord has spoken. And it came to pass, when Abraham's servant heard their words, that he worshipped the Lord, bowing himself to the earth. Then the servant brought out jewelry of silver, jewelry of gold and clothing, and gave them to Rebekah. He also gave precious things to her brother and to her mother. So what do they say? What do, what do Laban and her father Bethuel say? It's not bad and it's not good. What do you think it's easy for a dad to give away his daughter? Nope. I'm not looking forward to that day. Mm. Well, I kind of am. Because I'll be happy for them. But it'll be sad for me. Yeah. But they're willing to let her go, right? And it's almost, have you heard the word dowry? So it's almost like Abraham here pays a bride price. It gives lots of gifts to Bethuel and Laban and to Rebekah's mother, right? She gives gives his relatives blessings and, and gifts for this wedding to happen. It was, an, an, again, another ancient Near East tradition. Well, let's go ahead and keep on going. You run and read, we'll go, you read 44 or 54, I'll read 55, you read 56, I read 57. And we'll go like that all the way down to 58, okay? So you'll read 54. Okay. And he and the men who were with him ate and drank and stayed all night. Then they rose in the morning, and he said, Send me away to my master. But her brother and her, and her mother said, Let the young woman stay with us a few days, at least ten. After that she may go. And he said to them, Do not... Hinder me, since the Lord has prospered my way. Send me away so that I may go to my master. So they said, We will call the young women and ask her personally. Then they called Rebecca and said to her, Will you go with this man? And she said, I will go. So do you think it's... what? What's going on in that section? Uh, like if one of us get married. And and the person who marries us asks, can we go right away to an apartment? But you might want us to stay for a few days. Well, more like, say, Deborah or Ellie met a boy, and he was like, I want to marry them tomorrow. We're like, why don't we wait a month or two? Right? And so they're, and he, but God's blessed us. God has prospered this. God has done this, right? So he wants to do it right away. And so he wants to do it right away. And what did they do in verse 58? Then they were like, let's just ask her. You think that was an important thing to do? Yes. Should a lady consent to who she's being married to? Yes. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so they went, sent away Rebecca, their sister, and her nurse, and Abraham's servant and his men. And they blessed Rebecca and said to her, our sister... May you become the mother of thousands of ten thousands, and may your descendants possess the gates of those who hate them. I wonder if they knew the promises that God had made to Abraham about making Abraham a father of many nations. Maybe. Maybe, I don't I bet know. Mama loved to be able for her favorite nurse to just stay with her all the time. <laughs> You think so? I think Mama You want to read 61? 
Then Rebekah and her maid arose, and they rode on camels and followed the man. So the servants took Rebekah and departed. Now Isaac came from the way of Ber Lahay Roy, for he dwelt in the south. And Isaac went out to meditate in the field in the evening, and he lifted his eyes, and look, and looked, and there the camels were coming. Then Rebekah lifted her eyes, and when she saw Isaac, she dismounted from her camel. For she said to the servant, Who is this man walking in the field to meet us? The servant said, It is my master. So she took a veil, and she covered herself. You want to read the last two verses? And she and the servant told Isaac all the things that he had done. Then Isaac brought her into his mother's Sarah's tent, and he took Rebecca, and she became his wife, and he loved her. So Isaac was comforted after his mother's death. Yeah, so Sarah, his mom, had died uh, previously, and so now he lives in his mother's tent, and She's made it all the way back from Mesopotamia to uh, Ber Lahai Roy. And who does she see? Isaac. Isaac. Right. And this is, does Isaac treat her cruelly? No. No, what does it say? Very end of verse 67. His wife and loved her. And he loved her. And he loved her. Is that a beautiful picture of what's supposed to happen? Yep. Yeah. So let me ask you a question. Why is this in the Bible? It's a it's a really pretty story, but why is it in the Bible? Because it kind of proves. Because one, one of the things is that I just think it's kind of, the Bible puts it so you can see the family line. Why is that important? Because if someone, if Isaac married someone from the, from a Canaanite, the God would have had to make a whole other slew of promises mm. to that side of the family. But because it was in just one family, he only had Well, he said that all the nations would be blessed. All the nations would be blessed, but there was just... One person that he blessed with Jerusalem. Well, I think that you're right here, in a sense. I think this is tying us back to the promise that God gave in Genesis chapter 3.15. That God would bring a seed, and that seed would crush the head of Satan, of the serpent, even though the serpent would bruise his heel. And I think this is another thing, right, God? If that's if Abraham's really going to have a son, he's going to have Isaac, and Isaac is going to have a bunch of kids, then how is that going to happen without Isaac having a wife? And this is a story of God's providence interweaving the story of how he's going to make sure that this line continues. Yeah. What did you like best in that story? What do you think got to got to the heart of it? That's kind of hard. That's kind of hard of a big chapter. There's a verse. Well, you don't need to necessarily choose a verse, but what what do you remember most strongly? Um, that it was pretty much just God's providence. It wasn't like like that. The show. go all places. Isaac had to go. Person side. It was just God really just said, "Here's where you got to go. Find someone, bring it back, and there." 
Yeah, I think that's good too. I would take that away. Do you think we? Let's go ahead and jump to C calling. Uh, do you think that's what we're called to do? Mm-hmm. Trust in God's providence. Yep. Know that his if he's made promises, he's going to make them happen. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. Well, why don't we pray? Mm-hmm. Father, we thank you so much. This was a long passage, but a beautiful story. A story of grace, a story of providence, a story of your wonderful love for your people. God, we pray that you would please help us by your Holy Spirit to trust you and to walk in your ways. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, may the Lord bless you. May you walk in the joy and peace of Jesus Christ, and we'll see you next time. You want to say bye? Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's message from God's Word for You, a ministry of Sharon R.P. Church in rural Southeast Iowa. We pray that the message would be used by God to transform your faith in your life this week. If you'd like to get more information about us, feel free to go to the website, SharonRPC.org. We'd love to invite you to worship with us. Our worship time is 10 a.m. every Sunday at 25204 160th Avenue, Morning Sun, Iowa, 52640. May God richly bless you this week.